Yo, 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 what's up, everybody, yo? I'm so glad that y'all joining us for another Sparking Conversation, y'all. Well, y'all know what we do, what we spark and conversate, right? So today's show is going to be dope, right? Because I got a, a bunch of my friends with me. I got a bunch of, you know, some dope people in the business, y'all. We're going to be talking about acting and film business today, y'all. It's really important that all of y'all tuning in, pay attention, you know what I'm saying? Because they're going to be dropping some jewels. I got some heavy hitters in the building too. So they've been working on a lot of big projects, a lot of huge things, and just their careers overall. So I'm excited to have them on the show. I hope all of y'all that's watching is going to be excited to hear what they have to say so you guys can kind of figure out if this is the route you want to go or if this is something that you're definitely serious about or somebody that you know may be serious about, right? I bet. So before I bring in my guests and we get into the show, y'all know what we got to do. We got to run it through the sponsors, right? So I got on my collective wear already. CEO is mental, as y'all can see. CEO is mental, which is the truth. Like, before you could be a CEO of people, you got to be a CEO up here first, y'all. But y'all know what it is, man. It's brought to y'all by the collective wear, as usual. So y'all know what to do. If y'all want to get any of the merchandise, which is very important that we let y'all know that y'all could go out and get that. Y'all know where to go. Just go to our link tree and it's right there. You can go to the link tree. You can hit the button. There's a merch tab on there. You can hit us up and we can hit you as for sure. We got female and we got male gear. Y'all know what we do. Buy black, y'all. Y'all already know what it is, all right? And without that, I want to make sure that y'all all understand how much that I appreciate everything that y'all do as far as the music is concerned. So all of y'all been going out there Y'all been streaming that spending night record. So fine, it would be alright if we spend the night. Ain't gon' lie, we gon' be all night. Yeah, spend the night. I bet you niggas be uptight if we spend the night. She's so high, we gon' miss the sky if we spend the night. That room shaking. So that's so dope. Y'all been going out there pushing play on that record, man. It's doing really good. Um, and then just recently, the other day, twelve eleven, I dropped on my birthday. Salute to all the Sages out there. Sad season for the rest of the season. Y'all know what it is, man. God save the best for last. I know Capricorn's going to be like, yo, we in January, December. We don't care about that, y'all. We ain't worried about y'all, yo. But word up. But we dropped that Dave Chappelle record. They offered me 50, but they owe me 500. Yeah. I don't want someone all of it. I may tell jokes, but this no matter matter. I feel like I'm like one of those ones. It's never been selfish. Try to bring all my people with me. Yo, listen, yo, we snapped on that one, yo. Word is born, yo. I appreciate all of y'all for going out there, pushing play on that record in a few days, man. It's doing really good numbers. So thank y'all so much, man. All right, so what I got to do is I have to let all of y'all know, for all of my content creators out there, all of my content creators, whether you're doing films, whether you're doing music, whether you're doing skits, whether you have a podcast, yo, it's time to take your creative control in your own hands. I know a lot of y'all, y'all be out there worried about the content you're putting out, whether it's going to get flagged or whether it's going to be taken down because people are so sensitive nowadays. But the only, it seems like the only people that's really sensitive is the people who are out there being, you know, that's provoking people. Now they're sensitive when people come back. But I got something for y'all, y'all. So everybody's been talking about having their own streaming service. I know they've been offering, you know, like Twitch. We live on Twitch tonight and we on YouTube. But the thing is, it's time to put the power in our own hands. How many of y'all 
always think about, damn, man, I wish I had my own streaming service so I could stream and I could show everything I want to show without worried about getting banned. Well, now y'all got that. It's Flixsters, y'all. Flixsters is a new service that's out here. And I want to make sure that everybody know the link to this Flixsters is in the description of this video. It'll be there in the playback and all. But it's for your videos, podcasts, blogs, everything in one streaming service. It's your own streaming service. So it'll be your own Netflix, you got Spotify, you got WordPress, all in one platform. So I'm going to break it down for y'all real quick, a little bit about what, what their mission is and why they say that this is one of the best tools out here for all creatives. Because we all know that, you know, to showcase your videos, podcasts, and blogs, a service where you determine the rules and community guidelines and not run the risk of getting banned. That's the most important part. Like you run the rules and community guidelines of your streaming service. You put all your content on there and you don't have to worry about none of that. It's a video streaming podcast and blogging platform all in one. All right. So you can showcase all of your content, your films, your movies. People could pay for subscriptions. You can monetize. You can pay. Um, You can charge for uh, commercials advertising this all on your joint all right so don't forget y'all flicksters flicksters is out there the description to flicksters is in this description of this video y'all could click on the link and y'all could go out there and get that for yourself if that's something that y'all feel y'all need but i know for all y'all out there that do that's a content creator films and all those other things you want a platform where you can showcase and your own content you want a place where you can build your audience and keep them engaged on what you want them to keep engaged where you can have 24 hour streaming service stream anything that you want and it's yours you understand what i'm saying so that's really dope so make sure y'all check that out another sponsor tonight we got to make sure we shot them out is for all of us that are in this business as entrepreneurs no matter what you do affirmations your spirituality is very important i'm not going to get into all this religion stuff that's not my thing i'm not going to get into what y'all do or what y'all believe in i understand but at the end of the day it's take it take a lot to be motivated in this business man it take a lot as you're going to see when my guests get on they're going to tell you about some of the trial and tribulations or about some of the you know the things that they go through in order to feel successful in what they're doing you know because everybody's version of success is different but we want to make sure that y'all understand we got these 340 affirmations and guided meditations. All of us got to figure out a way to get into ourselves and in tune in ourselves. And not only are you able to get these, you're able to turn this into a business if you want to. So what you get, you get a thousand to 10K. You know, I, I want to make sure that y'all understand this. When it comes to keywords and searches on Google, we always wondering like how many people are looking up whatever so we can know if this is a business for us. Because anytime you market and promote, you use keywords and hashtags, you always want to know like are they effective. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a couple of the, the uh, keywords that's being put into Google on a daily basis and the numbers of people who is actually looking for these. So self-validation is 1,000 to about 10,000 10, people a day that's looking for self-validation, some type of encouragement or, or, or meme or something that's letting them know that, all right? Positive affirmations, it's 100K to a million. Every day, people are looking for these. Affirmations for women is 1 to 10K, all right? Positive information for men is 10K to 100K, which you would think would be the opposite, but it's not. That's how many people, that's how many men are out here looking for positive affirmations affirmations y'all and that's what's really crazy because as much as we out here as men we sometimes we don't 
vocalize that, you know, everything that we go through. But there's more men out here looking for positive affirmations as women on the net, which is crazy. Self-encouragement. It's 100 to about, you know, a 1,000 people looking for self-encouragement every day. Validate yourself, self-kindness. All these are different keywords that people are putting in Google every day. So you can help them out, y'all. And what I mean by that is that y'all can click on the link. The link is in the description of this uh, this video. But it gives you, what this thing gives you, it gives you 340 affirmations. It gives you 20 affirmation graphics. It gives you four guided meditation, 28 articles, a 30-day challenge, newsletters, emails that are edible and video, all these different things that you can create a business by just putting out self-validation and, and affirmations out there to the people that are already looking for it to help them get through the day. Now, that's pretty dope. So it's there for you guys if that's something that you are considering or something that you're into and you're into making sure that the things that people see when you're on your timeline is positivity, right? Positivity. That's what we want to do. All right. So I got a couple more sponsors. But we get into that at the end, you know, a little further into the show. But right now I want to introduce my guest, y'all. Because at this moment, this is what makes it important about the show. Again, we're talking about the acting and film business. So I'm going to bring everybody on and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. You know what I'm saying? Because it's such an honor to have them on here, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm thankful to have them on. And this will get ready to be a dope show. So I'm going to line them up for y'all. I got my man John in the building. What's up, John? Hey, what's going on, man? Ain't nothing chilling, man. Glad to have you on the show. Glad Word to be up. here. Yeah, no doubt, man. Yo, Joe, what's going on, man? Joseph Curtis Callender, nice to meet up with you again, Ra. Yeah, you already know, man. Good to have you on, man. I appreciate you for sure, fam. Word up. What's up, dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brandon, what's going on, man? How you, what's bro? Good, what's good? What's good? I'm good, man. Just Yo, appreciate man. you having me on, bro. I don't yeah, get these types of opportunities. Oh, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. This is we dope. We get love for the filmmakers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Actors it, world man. right here. Word. Yeah, man. And then last but not least, Y'all know who we got in the building. We got Yessie Rod in the building. <laughs> hey, hey, what up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in. You all are awesome. I bet. So I'm going to go around real quick. I want y'all to kind of, you know, tell, you know, uh, introduce yourself and let everybody know, like, what your forte is in the acting and work, um, acting world. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to start with you, Yessie. Go ahead. Hello, everyone. I am Yeti Rodriguez. I am an actor, model, businesswoman, entrepreneur, a little bit of everything. I stay busy, but my main forte, I would say, is, is my acting career, where I started at age 11, and I've been doing it ever since. And not to say my age, but I've been in the industry for over 25 years. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you all for your support again. I really appreciate you. If you want to know more about me, feel free to go on Google, type in Yeti Rodriguez. Instagram, Facebook, Yessie Rodriguez, and you can find more of my work and some of the affiliations I'm a part of. No doubt, no doubt. And we're going to make sure that you do that again um, at the end of the show to make sure people know where to go. All right, Brandon, what's good, man? Cooler, man. Well, not many people know me, but I am a filmmaker, um, cinematographer, writer, director, editor, overworked, tired, you name it. I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm doing a little bit too much, man. But uh, hey, I've been doing this now uh, officially for roughly seven years. Uh, as far as the film side, I started off as a photographer and um, just took my writing skills. I used to do music back in the day, so that's kind of something that set with me and gotcha. I just transferred that into writing scripts, man. And now I'll just get to 
you know, put these visuals and dreams, you know, just to turn into a reality. So it's just something um, I love doing, very passionate about. Yeah, that's dope, man. And of course, I, I I checked your workout and all that, so I'm familiar with it, and it's dope, man. We're gonna definitely get into that. So, Joe, what's going on, man? What up? What up? Hey. Uh, I've been doing a lot of work. Uh, I'm a, basically I'm a. I started out in stand-up comedy. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. Um, back in Jersey, where I grew up, uh, New York comedy scene. Uh, after that, I mean. Uh, I went off into college, Rutgers University, studied theater, was in theater most of my life before I even saw a camera in my face. Uh, I've only been doing acting and film for, well, roughly about just shy of 10 years now. So gotcha. um, been in a couple of things. So, uh, you know, we'll talk about that as we get down the road. But yeah, I'm glad man. to be here. Glad to be been here. A, you've been in a lot of things, bro. That's so dope. <laughs> Yo, John, what's going on, man? What's up, man? Um, again, thank you for having me. You know what I'm saying? Right. I feel like I'm up here with all my day ones. Brandon, right. Joe, Yessi. When I first started out, it's probably been about a good seven years. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I started off doing music, uh, rapping, got like 10 albums out there and then kind of, you know, did that for a while. And then that transitioned over into acting. One of the first big things that I got uh, auditioned for was Brandon and you know what I'm saying? I met Yessie on another project that was early. Met Joe on another, that right. same project. You know what I'm saying? And uh, they was like just getting a chance to rock with all of these greats. Got me, got my feet right. on the ground. So I've just been trying to hustle ever since, man. Yo, that's dope, bro. And look, that's the that's the fly thing about this um, conversation that we're getting ready to have today because the biggest part about this is that all y'all guys attack it from a different standpoint, right? Y'all all have been in front of the camera at some point and then y'all do work behind the camera too but the one thing that i want to let everybody know is that everybody that's up here everybody is creative everybody takes the opportunity to take something in their life that i think this is just my opinion that you guys see up here first and then you translate it so when it comes to acting, y'all, let's just talk about that. Brandon, we're gonna get into you, but we know you oh, yeah, on the yeah. creative side. But I wanna I wanna get into this part right here because I always think that when it comes to be, being a, a great actor, you know, people compare it to being a great liar. Now I don't <laughs> I don't really agree with that concept because you're doing a job. Because if that's the case, every time we go to work for somebody else, we live in a lie. You know, if that's the way that we want to look at it, you guys are doing a job. You're creating, a, bringing a character to life, and all of y'all that I, I mean, y'all really do a great job in that. So this question is going to be for all of y'all. I want all of y'all to answer this. So tell me this: when it comes to the roles that you guys take, what's the process that you go through that make you even audition for it to go out for it? What is your mindset, and when it comes to the roles, like how do you go about picking the roles? Um, I, I have to find a, uh, a connection with that character uh, right off. Um, something that kind of connects with me and lets me uh, know that I can uh, I can kind of flesh out more of that story. Um, I also love uh, the connection with the story. The story has to speak to me. Character has to speak to me. Um, you were talking about uh, how the um, how it's almost uh, being a professional liar. Right. I guess there's a there's a relationship kind of with that. Right. More of that, you kind of try to find yourself in in the moment of those situations of those characters that you pick. To gotcha. Um, 
how would you know i, I kind of start with a baseline of like how would i react mm -hmm. or how would joseph calendar kind of find himself uh working working out his way through this problem gotcha i build upon a character based on what our writer wants based on what the story is trying to lead us to and then uh you know i try to I try to kind of keep it honest and try to roll with what is being presented. Um, gotcha, gotcha. It builds from there. Mm -hmm. that's, right. That's describe is it builds from there. Oh, dope, dope. Um, yes, yeah, John, y'all want to jump in on that? Yes, you. I let you. For me, oh, go ahead, John. No, I was saying, go ahead. I would say for me, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that it's it's really like a lie, because like you said, Rod, you know, you go to work every day, we have to put a persona based on the industry that we're in, right? So if that's the case, then then everyone's living a lie, so to speak. But right. in relation to, to what Joe was saying, you know, you do have to find that character that really fits with, with what you're trying to portray. Like for me, I like faith-based characters where they go from a negative to a positive, because I know that that speaks to a lot of, of us as humans, and, and I know many don't believe in God, but I'm one of those that do believe in God, where, where faith-based comes in, and I like to see that impact that the character has, the emotion right. that the character can project so that the audience can feel what that actor or character that we're portraying is feeling. That's why when I had the opportunity to work with Brandon, and um, Basically, you should find your truth. Yes. You got to find your truth uh, within uh, right. what is being presented to you. And I believe that's where, yes, he was going with that. Yeah. Yeah. She, um, she having a, um, a signal issue real quick. She going, um, she going to get it together. We'll bring it right back. Um, because yeah, I want to get, cause she's been doing a lot of big stuff. So we, we got to make sure we get this right. So yeah. we're going to get that. But, um, so John, let us know how you feel about this, man. It's basically a lot of uh, a, as far as the just to, to address the lie part of it, what I've what I've grown to learn personally that you're going to find a lot of terms in acting. You know what I'm saying? There's just there are terms, though, whatever term you use to get you into that space. I don't really necessarily concentrate on whether it, I it lying, li whatever gets you right. in that space. But to move on beyond that, I like characters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for me. I've done, I've lived a reckless life and now I work at a bank. So I like to look for characters that aren't always so just baseline. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I know what's within my realm and my scope of things that I connect with, but right. I do like characters. So I look for people, like I like the quirky characters and people that yeah. are a little offbeat or things going on in the story that will cause me to have to, you know, find and dig and do little just. things to get to show the artistry of playing this character because we're all kind of characters yeah you know what i mean even a boring person is a character you right. know what i mean and I, I get that yo so brandon i'm gonna ask you the same question but from a different standpoint so when you write because you write your films that you actually you know what i'm saying direct you you were a cinematographer you write it you edit it yeah i seen your work ethic bro i you you do it all it's inspiring so how do you go about picking the actors for those scenes? Like, what, what do you look for in actors whenever you visualize a character? Your mic, your mic muted, Bree. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, so uh, it's not really one 
way to really answer that because uh, it, it just depends on the project and it also depends on the skill set of the actor. Um, so if it's somebody, for example, somebody with little to no experience, I'm not going to overwhelm them. So I'm going to give them something that's probably within a realistic realm, something that they can kind of grab a hold of and just kind of, you know, expand a bit. Now, somebody more skilled, somebody like John Yesi, and, you know, I've seen these skill sets, you know, just in work that they've done with other people. So I'm like, well, okay, I'm going to take something and expand it. So I like to create uh, multiple, uh, just multi-dimensional characters. Uh, so that way it can kind of, it gives them a lot of wiggle room. I always want my actors to uh, to feel like they have an opportunity to expand and have a bit of freedom uh, in their acting. So it's just not so just, you know, if I'm, I'm just a fireman, I don't want that. I want somebody that's the fireman and then we're going to see other factors that come with that character. Hopefully I'm answering your question here. Not no, no, no. Yeah, far, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, as for you as a writer, I would think that, you know, you have a vision of the way you want the characters to be portrayed. Even if right. the characters are, resemble somebody that you may know in real life, you kind of want to make sure that the character, because if not, the story is not going to be told the right way. It's, it's a lot right. of great stories, but they, they don't tell it the right way. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Or Absolutely. The actors that they choose makes a person... Alright, so let's put it to you like this. When it comes to films... If the actors are not delivering when a person is is watching, that'll make a person stop watching the whole film. And Absolutely, just, they won't go past that scene that makes them be like, "Oh, this is so stupid! I'm, I'm, just, I hate the way this person do their line or whatever." Right. And it could be a great project all the way through. It's just this one batch of things with this one character that people are not pulling off. So that's another thing I want to ask y'all, man. Like, okay. How important is it for you to know your line? Like, how important is it for you to know your lines before you, before you get to set? Like, I just got to know from your point of view. Like, y'all could jump in first, but like, yo, how you're important the, is that? nerves right now. Yeah, everybody was like, what? First of all, Listen. First of how, all, first of all uh, learning your lines is is paramount. You got to have that walking in the, walking into set, walking into even the audition. You got to understand your space of where you're supposed to be in your character. Yeah. Uh, casting, uh, going back to what Brandon's talking about, casting is very important. I can't believe I'm saying this as an actor because I've been not picked and not chosen in mm -hmm. places where I believe that I belong. Right. Oh, oh we're going to get into that. Oh, we're going to get into that. Yo, oh, oh, yeah. Wait. Oh yeah. Okay, we're gonna get into that. Yeah, we're gonna get into that. I, I, I do understand that casting is is a very meticulous uh, 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 responsibility. Right. And, right. And I say responsibility because the casting agents are actually, and I'm gonna get in. I'm gonna back off until you get into it. <laughs> they're actually they're actually rooting for you, and, yes. and that's something that we don't understand. Um, but I'm a I'm a we're gonna I'm a digress. We're gonna get back to that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You're talking about knowing your lines. Let me let me let me uh, relate this to you, Ra. Let me relate this to you, John. When y'all spitting lyrics in the studio, y'all y'all know where y'all coming from. Yeah. It ain't gonna yeah. sound good if you don't know where you're coming from. But don't if sure. it ain't coming from here. Nah, it's sure. true. If For it ain't sure. coming true. from here, if it ain't, if you're not embodying what you're saying, mm -hmm. going back to truth telling or lies or whatever it is to make right. the story elaborate and to and to bring the audience along, right? So you failed in your job. That's a fact. So, one of the main things you got to understand when you're walking in 
any doors, you got to understand the verbiage. You got to understand what it means. If you got to yeah. go research wording that the that the that the writer put in, uh, because he wants it specifically said, uh, and you don't understand what the meaning is, you better go ahead and uh, break out your. You better Google it. You better break yeah. out your dictionary. Yeah. All your meanings down, as it helps you actually flesh out the character. Yes. When you actually bring it into embodying into maybe how can I relate to this since they chose me or asked uh, for me to audition for this part, they must've right. saw something and I see it, you know, yeah, let, me, let me now take that and run with it in the best way that Joseph can, or yes, he can, or John can, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, nah. Yo facts, because I've been on set where because somebody don't know their lines, what was supposed to be a two hour shoot, Turns into a four, five hour shoot because somebody didn't come prepared. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, didn't know they even stuff that I wasn't even in. I just happened to be there and support. And it was like, you who picked them? So, John, come on, Brandon, Brandon, I know you won't. I know. Hold on. I'm going to say that answer for last. Yeah, yeah, John, come on, y'all. I'm gonna let Yessie yes, jump in since she came, she just came back in. But I've seen both of y'all on set. Yeah, yeah. Well, go ahead. All right, yeah, you're right. You're right. Go ahead. Well, first of all, I want to shout out to to all three of the gentlemen on here. Brandon, Joe, and John. I've had the opportunity to work with them. They're great talent. You rock amazing talent as well. So everybody in this in this podcast is amazing talent. So salute to each and every one of y'all. But going back to your question, Ra, uh, I'm going to be honest, and it might sound cool, but in my opinion, knowing your lines sets you apart from being a professional to being an amateur. Because an amateur is, like you said, going to go on set, like, oh, yeah, it's about me. I'm, I'm the man. I'm the woman. They need me. But pump your brakes. Because what happens, what happens there is if you don't come prepared, Next time when the opportunity comes again, you're not going to get picked. Nine times out of ten, you're not going to get picked because they're going to remember that experience where they were like, oh, Susie, Peter, whoever came on set was not prepared. This yeah. is a career. If you're going to be an actor, you can, this is a career just like with anything else, whether it be your own personal business. Because this is, it is your business. You yeah. are the talent. This, you're marketing yourself. How do yeah. you want the audience to portray or see you for you? And if you don't take yourself seriously going on set, learning your lines, making sure that you are um, portraying that actor to a T based on you. Because also go, when it comes to knowing that the, the paper, the role that you're given, you have to work with your director as well because there's a vision there. There's a relationship where you're like, okay, director, what do you see out of this character? So that I, as an actor, can make sure I'm projecting that, right? Yeah. And so there's yeah. a lot more dynamics involved. But going back to your question, Ra, learning your lines is very important. And for those who really want to take this craft serious, know your lines because that's going to set you apart from being amateur to being a professional. This is you. This is your, um, how do you call it? What's your brand? Yeah. This yeah. Is your brand. yeah, yeah. And not only that, it's disrespectful because yeah. it's other people's time. Go ahead, John. And that just to, just to piggyback on that, like you got to remember too, it's an art. You know what I'm saying? Like once we get past the audition, it's an art. So I've had scenes with Yessi. You know what I'm saying? How could you expect us to create something? That's like having a paintbrush and no paint. Ah. How could we create something if we're both not in the moment? 
If yeah. I'm if I'm thinking about what my next line is, I'm not listening to her as the character. Right. And people are gonna see that because I'm struggling to keep up. We can't create like that. Right. I gotta have it in my bones so that if she zig, I can zag. If I go, if I do something that I didn't do when we rehearsed, she can still be there because she ain't thinking about the words because she know the words. Right. She can think about the moment. Yeah, the moment is important. So Brandon, now, okay, so from Joe, from John, from Yessie's standpoint, like I understand because, you know, they're on set with people. They have to have some a, a certain type of patience because, you know, they're doing their job as well. So I'm sure that as actors, they probably been wanting to tell people, like, look, man, just go home, man. Or, like, look, <laughs> you can get somebody else. Like, I'm sure, but they can't. So you, as the director and writer of a project and a producer, now this is what I'm saying. You wearing all three hats. So if anybody got to tell somebody to go home, yeah, it'll be you. So how is how important is it for people to know their lines as from your standpoint as a director, as a man with the vision? How important is that? It's absolutely critical. Now, before I get into this. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got to tread I got to tread real light because somebody gonna catch some feelings and I don't I don't need that. Um, but just for an example, I met some actors based on those circumstances where somebody wasn't prepared. And you know, if you only can give me excuses, even if you don't get don't verbally or verbalize the excuse, just not just not knowing what to say, showing me that you're not prepared. You guys covered it all. It's disrespectful. Not only to me, you know, time is money. And even if it's free, yeah. it kills the motivation of what we have and the people that are prepared. So personally, you know, somebody come at me, you know, I don't really reach out to people like that. But if somebody comes to me for an audition, I'm going to give it to you. And I expect that back in return. And a lot of times when I give that audition out, a lot of people don't return it. So that's already a red flag. So if you can't take the time to prep for audition, you mm -hmm. definitely don't belong on the set. Now, when you do come on the set and you don't know what to do, that that right there is just basically these guys came in motivated, whether they're holding up lights, mics, or whatever else. And now we got to start sitting down. That's just killing our day. That's killing our momentum. And when mm -hmm. you when you start a set, it's just all raw momentum. Everybody's hype, excited, and if you can grab it right then, you'll have a successful day. But when somebody comes in unprepared, messes the whole vibe up. Mm -hmm. That's where the drama comes in. And you know, so it's not right if I have uh, Dante come on set and he doesn't know his lines. John and Yessi are ready. Joseph, he's ready. Everybody got this stuff together and this guy's not prepared. We can't sit around and wait. And I definitely am not going to sit here and read you your lines. Right. That's another thing that happens a lot. You you yeah. you will be surprised. And the Dante that Brandon's talking about <laughs> is let me just say who we're talking to. Let's let's talk about our audience here. Audience members who are listening to this, if you really want to do this craft, you have to take it seriously. Yes. Stop thinking that it's easy. And a lot mm. of people think that's on that that hasn't gotten into it yet. They think it's easy. They think. All you have to do is just say your lines and be in front of the camera. And I can do that because they saw a movie that they love so much 
that they think that they can do that. That's because that actor that they're watching is so good that they're making it look easy. Everyone loves Denzel. OK, right. everyone loves the work that he does. And yes, we have felt those moments that he's he's uh, brought to reality in his reactions and his emotions on camera. But in the end, and we can relate to them. And I think we catch, you know, black people, we emotional people. Yeah, we, we catch we catch feelings and we like, damn, I know I can do that. I know. You probably can. But it starts from square one and the work begins well before the lights in the camera, before you get to where Brandon has to kick you off the uh, set because you're right. not delivering. Now, real yeah. quick, and I know you got to move on. Real quick, I was on a, a, a Hollywood production that was being done in, in Kentucky. Um, it still comes on on the 31 Days of Halloween on FX. It's a horror movie, and it's called The House of the Witch. Mm -hmm. um, I was playing a detective. Detective, yeah, we saw you. Um, I saw that. Me and the father, the, the father of one of the kids that are that's being held up in the house by the witch. Uh, we're, yeah. we're, we're on the outside of the house and we're trying to get in, but the powers of the witch is keeping the house closed. This guy that played the father could not get his lines right. And this is a professional, so-called professional. They, they imported him from New York. He did not study the lines until the night before. And he had a, a whole big uh, conversation that he was supposed to have with my, dete uh, my detective. Your character, yeah. In the end, they did about 10 takes and he could not get it right. It was late night and they were losing the night and the sun was coming up. Usually, wow. Brandon, you're talking about we're losing light, but Damn. now the light, the light is coming and there's a horror movie. It's got to be dark. Yeah, so we're losing dark. <laughs> he started arguing with the director because he saw the whole scene a different way and the director realized that maybe they must have miscast this guy. This man got fired right in front of me. Long story short, got fired right in front of me. They sent him home. And uh, right then and there, this is where your craft comes in, uh, improvisation. They said, well, what do you think that your uh, your character, your detective character is going to do in this situation? I had to kind of improvise a whole scene mm. in order to make this thing work. Thank wow. God the director accepted it and took it. Right. These are the things that happen for the people who are listening who have not become an actor yet or want to do it for the young people. It is harder than you think because there are so many other factors that you, you get to if you do win the audition. Now you're standing across from an actor that you've loved and admired all your life. And now you're, you know, you're you're nervous, you don't know what to say. Uh, you better get over that quick. Mm -hmm. And yeah. over quick is how did you get there? You must have been good enough in that audition. You must have been strong enough to have convinced right. somebody. Keep that going. You can do this. Yeah. Keep pushing. Don't don't let yourself be frozen with fear at that point. Matter of fact, turn that fear into fire. Mm -hmm. Yo, you you know you know it's so dumb though. Um, based on what you're saying is because fam got fired on the spot. Now you know most people will feel like they're safe based on contracts or whatever decision that was made, but. When it comes down to a production, they not when it comes to like certain budgets, they not about to let you play with their money. They're not about to do time that. is money. They will fire you, and that's the proof. Right, right. Like you just said, they will fire that ass. Like, yeah. listen, we yeah, ain't come here. It's for you to learn how to act. We got you here because you already said you can. You know what I'm saying? It's right. in the contract for them. They can fire you if they want to. Okay. Yeah, right. I've heard all my life, time is money. You know where I you know where I found it uh to be personified on a movie set. Yep. Exactly. The time is money. Exactly. Yeah. So, I throw this yeah. in too. I throw this in too. Um another thing that people don't consider, the set is actually in the filming, that's the fun, easy part. Now, if if we can't get it together there, 
the person who's really going to be mad is the editor. Because now we got 10, 20, 30 takes to go through, and then they got to slice up what they can get, and it may not work out. You're not going to get recast ever again. We all connect. You know, and so hey, you know, don't bring that one over here. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's just real talk. Right. Right. Ahead, sorry, I was sorry, Brandon. If I was going to interrupt you, piggybacking off of Joseph, improv, improvisation is is a very, very, very important tool that an actor needs to master because in Joe's situation, anything can happen where you have to think on your feet, and if you're studying, you're like, uh, 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 that shows that you're not ready. So improv, just to throw it out there for whoever is taking this crap seriously or wants to take it serious, improv, if you don't know what it is, reach out to one of us. We'll be more than happy to coach you. There's going to be a fee involved, obviously, but, you know, Definitely. we're happy to help. So. <laughs> yeah, and, and another thing, because I want to make sure that people understand that I ain't just talking to some people who turn the camera on themselves and then film themselves in the bathroom and put it out. I want y'all, if y'all can, just so, you know, it's it's so much work that y'all put in. But I want each of y'all just to go through and just kind of tell the people, like, some of the projects y'all been in. Because what's important that I want everybody to get out of anything that I'm doing, especially based on Spartan Conversation, is that when I bring people along that's considered experts, I want them to understand that these people are really experts. Like, y'all are really experts in this game. Now, I know people measure level of success based on monetary things. I don't count people pockets. That's the last thing I do. I don't care about that because at the end of the day, that doesn't measure success. You guys' resume is better. Like I looked at, I, I tell, I tell people this all the time. A lot of times people look at a person that's been in one big movie and that person, they look at that person as the biggest expert ever, but that's the last movie they ever been in. And mm-hmm. we like, well, then, damn, if they were so good, why they not in nothing else? Like, it's so much movies out here going straight to streaming and everything. Why you ain't getting the work? Because we understand that, A, you got through that movie, but something happened where nobody ain't messing with you no more. And number two, you don't have any range of a character because people can't see you in other roles, which is which is one of the things that a lot of people do when they get typecasted. So before we get into that, because I still want to get into a couple of other things, y'all. We're going to talk some shit. I promise y'all. And whatever y'all don't want to say, it's fine. But just understand that I'm going to ask y'all these questions because, you know, being a content creator myself is not to say that it's not important for people to know what they what they supposed to do when they come. But the one thing about it is they need to know who they come in and who they working next to sometimes. You know what I mean? That could give them a little motivation or it could help them to understand, like, listen, I can't play because this cat that's sitting next to me is the real deal. So just let me tell the people some of the projects that y'all been in. So, Yessie, start with you. Tell some of the people some of the projects that you've been in. Uh, yeah, so, um, well, fast forward when I started my career, I started with Gumbo Television out, of, out in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, the program there aired in different parts of the nation, um, PBS stations for the most part, but from there I was able to grow I would say the the my start to the bigger role was when I was able to work with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube and and ride along to uh, I was a, a, you know flirting with Kevin a little bit you know at that time but it was obviously fake acting right um, but it was a club scene it was a lot of fun from there uh, it evolved into Jodi Arias and American Murder Mystery three part mini series that aired on ID Channel um, also I was able to work with Brandon the Bridge and John uh, that aired. Different channels, and I know it's on Amazon, right, Brandon, and on different platforms. 
Amazon, Tubi. Yeah, it's on uh, both of those platforms. But it is uh it's two worldwide deals. Um that thing is is being viewed. Um they won't give me statistics, <laughs> but it's it's being seen, it is circulating. Awesome. That's awesome. I was able to work with Joseph in uh was it uh Blue Crossing. Blue Crossing and a bunch of other stuff, Joseph. We worked with Blue Crossing. That was a good one. Yeah, that one is a couple of uh, uh, major stations as well, and it was on um, one of Diddy's platforms too. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, from there, just recently, I was, uh, well, not recently, last year, I was uh, on set for four months straight filming with uh, The Rock in the recent movie that came out. Um, so that was that was great. I mean, it was it was good to be on set, even though a lot of the scenes you may not see me in. But just being on a major production set, it was actually Black Adam. I'm um, looking at the behind the scenes dynamics, being in the motion, looking at just just the different moving parts. And what we were talking about, time is money. Time was money there, and it was it was it was amazing just to experience that large large production like that. Um, and also currently what I'm doing in this moment is I'm on tour for the Unforgettable Tour here at Davis Production and the Alzheimer's Association. We are traveling nationwide to different parts of the country and putting on, um, it's, it's called Unforgettable and it's pretty much about an older woman who um, suffers from Alzheimer's and family has to come together to help support her. And I, we know that a lot of families suffer from this or, or deal with this. So we're just trying to help caregivers understand how it is that they can kind of cope and what tools and resources are available for them. Um, in addition to that, I had an opportunity to work with you, Ra, in many skits, uh, productions, music videos. They're nationwide as well, so you can find those on, on different streaming platforms. Where we have uh, uh, YouTube, right, Ra? We have where are the other so many. It's it's so many, and then you and then you have so many other movies and stuff too. Like I said, <laughs> I, I don't want y'all y'all to be here all day. I know, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work because you got, um, you know, the joint you just did with uh, Jamal Woodard. Crossover, yep, yep, yes. thank you. you know I that too. So it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. So, all right, so you got any more? Well, you got 20. Well, in addition to my own, so I, I have my, my OMDA TV talk show that I'm going to relaunch uh, soon, so stay tuned for that. I, I have a bunch of, of stuff. So, again, like Ross said, I could be here all day. God's been great. It, you know, I'm blessed. So, so, again, thank you all for for your support because we, yeah. can't, we can't do this without y'all. So. She got a lot. She got a lot of work, y'all. That wasn't even, not even 5% of the projects that she's been in. So, you know, it's been dope. All right. So, John, tell the people some of the projects you've been in, bro. Man, uh, my memory ain't as good as Jesse's, but I mean, <laughs> I did like, of course, we did the bridge together. You know what I'm saying? Um, I started out uh, with me and my friend uh, Jay Black. We had a, a web series, Black on Black. That was like a comedy that we did. You know what I'm saying? Uh, recently, I did a, a film with Eric Roberts, Broken Church. That should be out, coming out. Um, Bloodline of the Jewel. Uh, Actor Daniel K. Daniel, he's real big in mm -hmm. Bollywood and things of that nature. It was yeah. blessed to be able to work with him. Uh, we just did a premiere for Street Logic. Uh, I mean, like I said, we're I you I'll start right there. Yeah, you yes. got a bunch more though, man. Like, wow, like yeah, y'all, man, it's 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 amazing. Like I'm telling y'all, anybody watching this, man, watching the playback and everything, I want y'all to know that they're being really humble right now. You know what I'm saying? Oh. They have a lot of work. <laughs> One more, because I, I have to, because this is the first one I got a chance to produce on, Coma Couch. Oh, 
Mm. It's a comedy. Wow. It's coming out. But that was like my that's my first producer credit that I actually was there hands on helping to put that one together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. that's dope. That's dope. Mm. So we're gonna make sure everybody get all your information at the end so they can follow y'all. So Joe, I mean, man, son, you man, son, you you played the original Lone Ranger, bro. Yes, like the original. Lone Ranger was a black man, and people do not really know the story. But anyway, I ain't gonna tell your own movies yeah. for you. Tell some of the people some of the things, the projects that you've been in. On the American Heroes channel, they portrayed the Bass Reeves. It was the most, I think it was the most comprehensive story of Bass Reeves to come out yet. And that's on the American Heroes channel. That's still playing. It still airs mm -hmm. almost every Sunday. And if, I'm not gonna go into the story of who he is, but was, but basically he was a, an escape slave. Um, who went on to be a lawman um, in the unsettled West. He was kind mm. of a bounty hunter. It's Bass Reeves. They portrayed him in um, the uh, Harder They Fall with, um, uh, oh, man. Oh, my uh, God. What's his name? Um, Idris Elba. Well, Idris Elba played the bad guy. Right. But that's, that's the movie that they was in, the one that um, Jay-Z and all them produced or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was portrayed. Uh, but uh, there's going to be more stories with him coming out. Um, I would love to be a part of it, but you know that's whatever. Yeah, um, put in the atmosphere, B. Also, uh, also, uh, True Detective season three, the last mm -hmm. um, HBO uh, series of the True Detective series that come out. Um, I was actually in the scenes with uh, Mahershala Ali and uh, mm -hmm. Stephen Dorff that uh, played the bad guy. He played Frost in uh, Blade. 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 Uh, also, uh, Tyler Perry's assisted living. Um, a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of. I get a lot of people are laughing at that one for the fact that I played the, this mean-ass sheriff for like three episodes. And then like on the fourth episode, they, they make him break out and, and start stripping and dancing. Yeah. He was moonlighting. Yeah. You know, he's trying to be all hard and everything. They come to find out that he was a stripper. Yeah, you know how Tyler Perry writes. They write this crazy yeah, 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 yeah. Wall kind of stuff. But Mark E. Swinton was the uh, director there. And he uh, he let me improvise, uh, Yesy, on that whole dance scene and all of that mess. Um, and he, he said, just keep going. And it went on for like five minutes. I'm sweating. It's, <laughs> all you get to see is like about 30 seconds of it. But you, know. but you get um, five minutes of work. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But I went all out because I wanted to be ass back. And uh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. and they working on stuff to, to kind of get that sheriff character back on assisted living. So that's just a few of them. That's just a few. Of them. Yeah, man. It, you got a lot more. I'm promised a lot people. more. Yeah, man. Yeah. I am yeah. Yeah, man. It's gonna be crazy. It's crazy right now. So, Brandon, you know, you got you got some you got some joints under your belt, man. And um the bridge, man. Like I I mean to to attack an epidemic that's going on right now. Well, it's been going on for a while, but the yeah. fact that it's so highly publicized now, and it's kind of like throwing it in the background, but it hasn't gone away. That's why I think your movie is doing so good because it shows the effects of people who are addicted to painkillers or uh, prescription medicine. Let's just put it to you like that. That necessarily, you know, but you, you actually took that vision and you created it and you made it like a faith based. Your certain characters redeemed mm -hmm. themselves. Um, certain people took losses. I mean, and that then, would be me. Yeah, and, and certain people got retribution, and then you know, but all of that took place in one production while talking about addiction. Now, I want to say this because in our community, what we, we've done is we've always talked about 
the crack epidemic, you know, in the sense of what these the movies that's been coming out that's been considered indie hood movies or whatever, but never from the the perspective like you came from as far as everything that is affected by the people who are actually using mm -hmm. the drugs. When it comes Absolutely. to crack, everybody either making fun of the person that's on crack or making it based on how that person helps serve a lifestyle. But they never right. attack the, the meaning behind the person or not the meaning, but the person, what caused them or what effects they have on their family and everybody else by being addicted to this drug. You did that with the opioids, which I thought was like, really dope. And I was wondering to myself, like with all the movies that people make drug references, why nobody took that same concept when it came to crack, the way it took over like that. Right. right. Opioids are starting to get all the things that it got because it's been affecting the white community. That's why it's right. been out there like that. But for the point, the, the point that we're trying to make is that I'm, I'm going to let you talk about your, your film. Right. But the point I wanted to get into that was that that's why I felt like your, your film was really dope because you didn't do the typical although you use all black characters you know a couple you had you know hispanic white character in there too but for the majority of everybody that had to feel whatever right. you know what i'm saying was based on looking like our community so to speak right you, absolutely. absolutely yeah so tell the people like you know what i'm saying like what made you yeah, what, you know what i'm saying with that film with that film man i wanted it it really morphed into something because to be honest, uh, it started off as a film called Refill. It was supposed mm -hmm. to be a 12-minute short uh, where uh, it had uh, actress uh, Shantae Fire. Mm -hmm. um, Shantae, I hope she's doing well. I haven't seen her in a long time. Right. But uh, it was it was a story about her being in an abusive relationship, and she went to the pills that she was addicted to uh, right. as an escape. And it was just posted just pretty much fizzle out like that but the project expanded and you know as as i kept writing and writing i was like well you know i don't want this to just be um for one group and to be honest this is not an african-american issue per se but yeah. it, it is an issue there so but i wanted to to try to evolve as many backgrounds and everything so everybody could relate to it Mm -hmm. Um, writing this film, uh, I was just thinking, you know, I don't want it to be a parent. I want people to really consider, hey, this could happen to me. Um, yeah. you know, one of the main characters, uh, David, David Lee, that's my man. I didn't talk to him in a minute either, but he mm -hmm. was one of the main characters and his story was essentially about him being guilty. Um, mm -hmm. he had an affair and at the point of him finding out his his uh then fiance or wife at the time finding out uh it just her mind wasn't right and she drove off and got into an immediate car accident yeah which damaged her body and that began her her addiction yeah so the like, whole story like struggling with that secretly and not telling him that and he's not communicating because he's guilty so mm -hmm. it all just comes to a head and it ties in everybody else, but she she essentially was the person that bridged that world. So on one hand, you have Yessie's character, which is her best friend. Uh, it wasn't clear how she got addicted, but they both bonded on that, and that somewhat yeah. happened. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's and that's and they and they bonded, and he, she had to feel 
almost the same type of guilt that exactly David's it's not character worth, it's felt. Not more. Yeah, it's not because more. she was participating in it, mm-hmm. right? With her, you know what I'm saying. And then for John, right. like your character, you was, you know, you was like. Yo, we gotta get this money. Like we ain't right. we out here for all that. You know what I'm saying? That's what they yeah. do. But we getting this money, and that whole dynamic between all of y'all in that film, it was it, it made it really dope, man. And I, I like right. I said, I, I want a lot of people. I want as many people as they can to go out there and check that out, man. Um, and we're right. gonna make sure that y'all give all the information about it, you know, before we go and stuff like that. But I just wanted to make sure that you got your flowers for that. And then all of y'all, and then Joe, like, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Like you, you, it's a lot of work that you didn't mention today. You understand what I'm saying? Like you, you've been in a lot of things, bro. Like, and it's inspiring because like you said, you've been doing it for a little bit of like about 10 years, right? You said about 10 years. And and in them 10 years, man, you've been able to grab some like pivotal things, man, that I feel like is only accustomed to your professionalism. I'll say that too about Yessi, you know what I'm saying? And about John, because all three of y'all, y'all only gave a, 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 a small percentage of all the work that y'all actually have done, like a very small percentage. And y'all don't have to brag. I, I, this, I can brag for y'all, you know what I'm saying? And to let y'all know that y'all got a lot of work in there. But the inspiring actors and people that are watching this, this is the one thing I want to make sure that all of y'all say before we go, because it's a business. Yes. First and foremost, it's fun. It's all these different things, but it's a business first and foremost. So people always tell me about how important it is to have an IMDB when it comes to being an actor, right? Yes. Or putting out content. But, you know, from a person from the outside looking in, I want to know from y'all, how important is that really? Because for the most part, I don't know if people really get opportunities off IMDb versus somebody who is looking to give you an opportunity that will go on IMDb to see what you're about. Almost like how people go on people's social media nowadays to kind of gauge whether, you know, they will work with them or they're serious about what they do. I've gotten so some jobs. I've gotten some jobs yes. on IMDb without having have, um, okay, so okay best. So is it important? So what yes. you say is important? Yes. yes. I keep it stocked. I keep it stocked with, with the latest and the greatest. Um, so I, I've gotten uh, uh, more than a few jobs just from that look. When casting is is not decided or they're trying hard to decide, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they they got your name in the loop in the queue, um, and they have no other answers because all like say three people were auditioned, all three auditions were tight. Uh, I do believe they start uh, optioning as to start looking at your your feeds and what you have out there. Yep. Now, uh, I will say this, the the only downside to IMDb is that not every project may get uploaded. So you may have missing work, at least in my experience. I don't know if that happened to John or, or Joe. But I always say IMDb is not the end all be all. What is the end all be all is your actor's reel. Your actor's reel is your resume. If you don't have an actor reel, then you have nothing to show your work. So people are not going to know your range. Like you mentioned earlier, Rob, the range of an actor so that you don't get typecasted, right? Mm-hmm. So I, guys, John and Joe, I'm going to disagree with IMDb. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. But to me, it's not the end all be all. What the end all be all is you're acting real because that's going to show who you've been on set with anyway because you're going to have snippets of that. Absolutely. How you act. Your Yeah, but to, 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 on IMDb is one of the outlets. I have a few more, 
Yeah. Well, IMDB is just one that I mentioned because that's the only one I got. I got out there right now as far as for me. Um, I'm waiting to go SAG and I'm going to be doing that early this year before I really start going hard and um, and uh, getting my own page and everything. Because uh, I was told, you know, you got to get more of a, a resume together before you, you think about stepping into the SAG world. Because that, that's like in baseball when you're in the minor leagues. Yeah. Step up to the major leagues. You know, everyone in my actor category now is, you know, in, in, the, in the middle-aged black man, that's a that's Denzel in them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I got yeah. to get, get my resume high before I even compete with someone like that for, for big um, SAG roles. However, in the East, we've been fortunate, in the Southeast and Atlanta especially, because mm -hmm. a lot of it is a right-to-work state, and we don't have yeah. to be unionized to get, like, really great roles. Yep. However, gotcha. however, they're importing the actors from from California for the I mean, lead role mm -hmm. on these. Movies. Right. We're getting our little uh, uh, principal or co-star roles. I don't say I don't mean to say little, but I, it's, a, it's a frustration with me. Because <laughs> but it's a frustration. I feel, the, I feel I'm ready for the lead, and all that I'm getting handed a lot of times is well, you can be like the the best friend, you can be the supporter, you can be the husband, you can be the doctor. That has he has five lines, two speeches, so on and so forth, you know, and and like you know uh, they they'll bring in a uh, Morris Chestnut or somebody to be the lead, and I'm like, well, you know, I mean, I, I'd like to, I'd like to kind of try that lead myself one day. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, and, and I believe, right. and I and I and I think y'all deserve it, and I I also. I think another thing is too that I think a lot of people don't take into consideration too when it comes to um, being an actor is sometimes with your reel, you can create a scene to opposite of what you've been casted for. And I yes, think right. a lot of them don't do that. It's almost like me being an artist. Like if I'm an artist, I said to myself, yo, how can I put my music out without competing? So I started doing my own film. Right. So now I don't have to compete with other people when it comes to doing music. Now I can, I can attach that. So the same thing that I want to ask y'all is that when it comes down to that particular portion of, you know, your acting reel. I, now, now I know all of you guys kind of have some diverse roles in different things that y'all have been doing already. But I'm sure there's some roles that you probably would like to do that you haven't got an option to do yet. Or, you know, maybe came across, you made an audition for it, but didn't get the role so you can try it. You know, so my thing is that how important is it for an actor to still be a creative, though? And Brandon, I want to ask you this, too, because from you being a creative that used to do music, I think it's the same thing when it comes to actors. I think that's the one thing that I don't think a lot of actors do is they don't take the time to create the scene, even if they got to ask one of their homeboys, homegirls, somebody, so they can create a scene that they may not have in their acting reel and add it in mm -hmm. there. You know right. what I mean? Like, I know it ain't attached to a project, and I don't know if casting directors is going to be like, well, what project was this? Oh, well, you know, I made it. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I'm just asking. Because I believe that sometimes they're not giving y'all the, the, the... you. If, if I could say this for you, they're not giving y'all the roles that I feel like y'all can do and pull off when they're when they offering y'all these roles. Now, Brandon, now I've seen you now I like I like your style, Brandon, because I've seen you between you and John and Yessie, like I've seen y'all create a scene and all other kind of stuff at in the moment, you know, based yeah. on what's mm -hmm. going on. Like, okay, I see this, Brandon. I seen you do this. Like, no, okay, hold on. I see this. Let me do this. I'm gonna try this angle. Yessie, do this, John, do this, and then y'all just go and y'all get it. Yeah. But 
I can say that y'all got a pretty much good range of different characters that y'all play. Yes, see, I know they still keep putting you in certain roles, but I do see you killing them, and it's like a difference in every role you play, although they still trying to typecast you. So I'm, I'm going to ask y'all, do y'all feel like it's important for actors to kind of not wait for the role to come to create it for themselves, to create a reel, or do y'all think it's more authentic when you're asked to play a role? Can I, um, so I'm going to jump in on this one real quick, just to piggyback on what Yes said, what Joe said, the whole thing. Like for me to bring all of it together, it's not even just to backtrack a little bit. It's not even the IMD is the end all to be all. It's mm -hmm. the whole thing of, it's like having a gun. You need more than one bullet if you yeah. want to be a success. So it's not, I mean, you can have a great reel, but what if everybody has two people have a great reel and they, like Joe said, they have to decide between two great reels. If you got an IMDB, that might be your edge. Or if you got IMDB and no reel, like you need all of these things so that you take the process of choosing you to be like, well, dang, he got everything. So, you know what I'm saying? You make it easier for them to choose you by doing everything that you can, even to the point that you make it now moving forward. Like uh, I just did a young lady wanted to, she just, she's trying to get into film acting. It's a guy that offers doing scenes named Q. He wrote the scene. We went and shot the scene. She, even though she's not in a film, now she got a scene where she could say, this is me and my scene partner. And we did a whole scene. So the whole point is you don't have to be in a movie, but now she got another thing for her reel. If she got an IMDB, if she got a resume, if she got hair, these are all the things that you need. There's not one in, there's no magic bullet. You need to be on top. If there's anything, you yeah, should be going after it. To well, those put reels, those reels are important in order to get maybe an agent. You know what I right. mean? Gotcha. Um, and those reels will help you along, of course, later on also. But but um, I mean, as, in your example, John, um, that would help that young lady to maybe find a good reputable agent to help bring her along right. even further. Yeah. Right. right. Yes. Yeah. Reels really come in. And then at the end of an audition, sometimes these auditions for like the Tyler Perry's and stuff like that, sometimes they'll ask other than the audition that you've just uploaded, they'll say, Hey, send us one of the reels that's that you got out there too. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while they ask for that too. And that's, that's when that works as well. Yes. Yeah, that's it. This is some great information. Um, so for a lot of people that's inspiring and wanting to get into acting, man, I know they're gonna they're probably gonna play this one back a few times because y'all dropped a lot of jewels. And I think it's important for people to number one, if we can recap real quick, is that you guys are saying that it's important to be a professional. Number yeah. one, first of all, be a professional. Second mm -hmm. of all, know your damn lines, yo. Like, look, stop playing with it. Like this ain't for this. We didn't ask you to come here just for you. You're here part of a team. And like Brandon said, the man that's on lights, the man that's holding the boom mic, everybody's excited. So if you don't catch that energy when everybody's excited, the man holding the boom mic might have a mic in your seat. Like, you know, just get tired. You know what I'm saying? Because he's been holding the mic all day for your dumb ass. Yeah, you, and I've you done can't. that. Yeah. I've done that. Come on, man. <laughs> Like, come, come on, brother. man. How many times you gonna say this dumb shit? I mean, it'd be me on the sideline like this, like, man, hold on. Hey, yo, director, my bad. Hold on. Hey, yo, man, what's wrong with you, yo? Matter of fact, come hold this mic. I got it. What's the scene, yo? Fuck out of here, yo. He playing, man. <laughs> but but that's but that's part of it, right? Because you know, that's one of the things. So, y'all, we like you said, you said professional, be on time. Number one. I know we didn't talk about that, but we know time is money. That was most important. So be All on right. time, know your lines. <laughs> 
and 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 market yourself. No, make yourself marketable, mm-hmm. which means a real IMDb social media handles. Headshots. That's right. So we got to talk about that real quick. How important is it to have headshots, but not just headshots? The right to I would like to speak on that. Um, I'm sure Joe and, and John will too, and, and Brandon. Uh, headshots are pretty much your your key in the door for the most part because they're looking for a certain image, and if you have that image, they're gonna be like, "Oh, okay, I'm interested. Let me see more." Right now, with headshots, especially for ladies, try your best to look as natural as possible. And I mean, you know, because I've, I've noticed some headshots that I've looked at that I've seen uh, from other actors, they have like really long eyelashes and all this makeup. And then when you take it off, you don't look nothing like yourself. They don't want that. They want to see you in a natural state or minimal makeup where you, you want to put like some face powder, a little bit of mascara, some eyeliner, you know, something that they can still see you so they can get the vision. But don't overdo it with the, with the really extra long eyelashes and a lot of makeup and caked on like because when you take it off and if you don't look like yourself, they're going to be like, who's this? And then it's going to happen with Joe's situation where they're going to be like, uh-uh, this is not who I hired. And then they might give you the boot. So just, just a heads up about that. So, and then Joe, I've, I've actually watched you go through a whole bunch of stuff for your headshots. So how important is headshots? And, you know, when it comes to this business. Yeah, I do. I do head and lifestyle shots. That's also my icebreaker and key to the uh, key in the door to let you know that I can play different roles. The lifestyle lets you know that I can play different roles other than what you have me cast for. I'm usually the clean cut um, military doctor, uh, military guy, doctor, lawyer, um, good father. But I have been also um, cast as the unexpected bad guy, the unexpected villain that comes off as a nice guy at first. But that all comes out in the lifestyle shots. The headshots is your uh, calling card. If you have facial hair or whatever it is that's going to be your primary look, just make sure you're looking like that person in the headshot yep. when you go into that audition. That's right. Yeah. Right. So, John, what you think? Only and just, I mean, they gave you great information. The only other thing I would add to that is don't get your homeboy to take it because they take they think that they're taking a good picture. It's not a good picture. There's a difference between a good picture and a headshot. Right. Whoever you go to, do your homework. To, if they're not taking other headshots for other actors, don't go to them. Gotcha. Lighting. Lighting is everything. Lighting yeah. is everything. So, Brandon, how important is it for headshots whenever you're casting a person? Do you look at hey, the headshots? As, that's as one of the first things. That's one of the first things I want to see the headshot. I want to see the real. I always ask for your real. Um, outside of that, I just want to know what roles you feel comfortable in, um, so I can know what I have to work with as far as expanding. Gotcha. And then we see that in the audition. But yeah, that headshot, it's good to have a, a, a good one. Um, even I also not necessarily just a head, it's like a, a mid shot as well, mm-hmm. just something that kind of shows your height, your size. Yeah. Uh a lot of roles are specific, you know. If you need to be I need a short person, you know, you need to be short, you be you six know two, you know, and I can't see that just in your headshot. But yeah, that headshot is crucial, especially if you you're getting in this industry. They want to see what you look like. So how often how often do y'all go on set and wardrobe is not provided? Uh, (laughs) we'll see now. We I'm asking that I'm asking that because I want to make sure that 
If there's basic essentials that every athlete needs to have with them when they go to a job, it's a good idea. It's a good idea for you to have uh, your set of things. Yes. Just at the ready. A lot right. of times, and it depends on if they're doing a period piece, of course, they're going to have to work hard and, and get the customer to do some work. But a lot of times, for me, I'm six foot two and a half and like 225, 230 pounds. Um, and a lot of times, in size 13 shoes, a lot of times they're like, can you just bring your own stuff? We need you in a suit. Because <laughs> they don't want to purchase that suit. It's all budget and money is time and money. And so they want to make sure that they can fit you and you don't look crazy because a lot of times these customers uh, that aren't that haven't had a lot of experience, they'll put on things that are that don't fit you, or mm. that you have to go through an extra hour of of trials in order to find the right pants, the right suit jacket, the right you know. Yeah. So, but they they ask before you get on set. They they come about a day or two and they call you and they say, "Give me your sizes." You know, yep. they, even though you got size cards on all of these outlets we talked about, they don't explore that anymore. Now they're talking to you and they want mm -hmm. you to text them the size. So you give them all of that and you still walk in and everything is still too small, at least in my mm -hmm. case. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I bring stuff with me just in case. Gotcha. Uh, they got something. Yes. I say, I got a few choices here and they appreciate it in the end. Yes. And I mean, honestly, uh, Goodwill has been a good friend to me since I started acting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the at the end of the day, if if you're running around and you're doing a lot, you're gonna run. It just depends on the set. If you're on a commercial set, they might provide quite a few things. But if you're doing like a lot of indie work, like I, I do a lot of indie work, you after a while, you're just gonna have a plethora of things. I got stuff in there where I could be your janitor, I could be the inmate, it's all in the closet. I walk around, I got blood in my backpack, just uh, tubes. I mean, it's just stuff you just pick up and you have it. Gotcha. Yep. I agree with both, uh, both point of views. Having backup is very important because you just never know. And me also, after slash model, on the model side, that's how we were trained as well, where make sure you have all your black attire, come makeup, uh, bring extra makeup if you need to, things like that. Because a lot of times, this, if, if it's not available, you already have it. Again, that sets you apart as a professional because you are coming prepared. So, yeah. And if they are providing wardrobe, make sure you return it. Yep. Yeah. That's I was right. gonna say that. Make sure y'all give it back. Cause I was gonna ask you, Brandon, like when you come to your um when you come to casting people, like when you visualize the character, do you visualize the wardrobe too? And then you let them know ahead of time like what type of look you're looking for, or do you have your actors actually yeah, it, it just all it all just depends. Um, like with somebody like John, he's like really versatile with his wardrobe. Yes, he is well, like. They can just be like, hey, what colors do I need to wear? That's cool. <laughs> one of the big things, one of the big things is don't wear logos because that creates yep. a whole different issue there. Yeah. Um, so let's just say the bridge, for example, a lot of them wore their own clothes or they asked what to wear. Um, the only it was only a handful of people I had to provide a wardrobe for it because we got EMS. Yeah. I mean, I gotta, yeah. you know, gotta, get something yeah. for that. Um, but yeah, because we don't want like three paramedics with different, <laughs> different, color, different color attire on. Like, yo, y'all yeah, work right. for three different counties, don't y'all? Exactly. <laughs> yo, so, but the, the important part that I'm, uh, the reason why I ask that, because like I said, there's a lot of things that people take for granted when it comes to um, being an artist. And, you know, I consider being an actor artist, being a director as an artist, as well as being an artist yourself, whether that's music or art, you know, literally. 
But for, for, you know, a lot of people need to know these things. These are things that they don't understand that this is part of what it means to be a professional. Like you guys are already ready. You are ready. And, and before we go, we want to talk about this too, because I personally think that a lot of people's egos outweigh their talent. And mm-hmm. I mean that in, a, in in the most humble way possible. You be right. on set with a lot of people and not just from the actor standpoint, but the people who are producing the film, That's the right. people who are uh, not necessarily, you know, the writer or director or, you know, just whoever they feel like is a financier. You know, it's a whole lot of different personalities that people have to deal with when it comes to a set. Now, I want to ask y'all this, man, and it's, you know, we, we not going, we not, we not going to get into, you know, anything negative because we don't, we understand that any business you get in, there's going to be some negative stuff going on, you know, even with the people you work with, you might have to do a scene with somebody that y'all look like y'all best friends and y'all do not get along after the camera say cut, you know what I mean? We know that, but for the most part, how important is it for you to try to not be yourself? And what I mean by that is that knowing that you're in a setting, in a professional setting, but there are people who are pushing your button. Some shape, form, or fashion. It could come from a director. It could come from just fellow actors. It could come from somebody that's just around on the set that's, you know, claiming to be something they're not. But my point is that because I see it happening on on a lot of sets. People really be pushing people buttons almost mm-hmm. to the point where right. you know they be really wanting to fight or not come back and all this other stuff because of egos. Yeah. So none of that never happened on any of the sets that I've been on with you guys. So I understand that, but I know y'all been on other sets before. Mm-hmm. How important is it for you to try to maintain a level of uh how do I put this? Um when you're just not ready to cut somebody ass out. <laughs> I'm, I'm. Yeah, it's important. It's important. We got to get it out. I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Um, it's called be maintaining your professionalism, right? You know, it's one of those things where it's like, yes, you want to cut somebody out, but this is where you got to do what Martin says, because people are watching you, and if you lash out, they're gonna, that's going to make you a target, and then be like, oh, who is Yessie or who is this person? You know what I'm saying? So try your best to maintain your level of professionalism because this is your brand. And the way you project yourself, people are going to see that and they're going to assume that you're that way when you're truly not that way, you know? So do your best, even if you have to walk outside, take a breath of fresh air, drink some water, do whatever it is to kind of maintain your level of professionalism, maintain your patience, because that's, that's pretty much what it is. You got to be patient with these people. Um, it, it'll all work out, trust me. Once it's all said and done, you don't need to see this person again. You don't need to call them or what have you, nothing. You know, so it, it's it'll work out. Just maintain your level of professionalism. And one of the one of the biggest things for me, just like in the same vein that Yessie said, I don't know, I can't remember if it was Jay Z or it might have been in the Bible, but it said never argue with a fool because from a distance people can't tell who is who. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it's a at the end of the day, yes, we acting, you on set, it's a great feeling and all of that. But it's I think what people get it twisted, it's still a job. On the job I work right. with, you think I like everybody? I don't like right. everybody on my job, and everybody on my job don't like me, but I still got to go get a check so that I can pay my right. bills. So if I could deal with the people on the job now that I work on, I can deal with the people on the set. It's how far you allow somebody to 
You know what I'm saying? You, right. Yes. So if if you don't step over a line and you just aggravate me, I'm not getting ready to throw my job away because you aggravated me. I just, you know what I'm saying? It's a job. It's still a job. Gotcha. Gotcha. Joe, how about you, man? Because, you know, you, you look, you 6'2", fam. I don't know. People, people <laughs> he don't have a you, you, you might not have these type of issues that we talking about, man. <laughs> but, you know, like, what do you think, man? Have you ever had to you know, calm yourself or revert to like yes, he's saying wusa. Um, I have, but, um, I I see it different. I I use everything I get. I use everything to my advantage. If it's coming in, I'm gonna it's gonna it's gonna get churned up and come out in a different way. But it's gonna be in the character. Um, mm -hmm. Basically, the product that I'm bringing is it, I, I I let it come out in the uh, in in the output of the uh, of the scene somehow, some way. Uh, even You'll if it's a scene, that's it what I was getting ready to say. So if you in a comedy scene, somebody pissed you off, you gotta somehow, some way, it's gonna come out and it's gonna and it's gonna be effective. And I mean it in however, however, in the moment, uh, it, it can it, it turns out. And and you, um, you I have a few it. examples, but I was getting ready to say you're not really saying what you want to say, B. I know it's some things. I mean, I know it's people that you know gonna follow your brand is probably gonna watch this and probably like he's talking about me, but you it know. Was a, there was a uh, there was an indie movie. <laughs> Did you see that just now? Yeah, 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 yeah. There was an indie movie, and uh, the guy it was uh, it was uh, we had a political we had a difference in uh, in politics, and he was he was a um, a Caucasian man, and I say that because uh, it was Trump time. It was during Trump time, mm -hmm. so uh, we had kind of had a little bit of a discussion that I did not. Uh, uh, initiate going into right. all of that and it, uh we went into our scene after that and I and we had to like pretend that we were friends he opens up basically with a line that it actually worked for the story because he had seen some kind of premonition in his in in the, the character had seen some kind of premonition and he goes have you ever da 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 and it was so outlandish sounding to to my character that um uh, initially, my my character was supposed to have some response to it, but I kind of like looked off into the my character. I wound up taking that energy and looking off into the, you know, off into the sunset somewhere, and I just kind of just like shook my head and let the effects of what was going on prior mm -hmm. to saying action yeah. work. And when I did that, um, and we got the the cut, I heard the director say, "Circle that scene right there." I didn't know what happened because I was still kind of. Messed up, and yeah, I, I from you, before he said action. But when you saw the playback, <laughs> you saw the playback on that damn thing. Man, that thing worked. The reaction after mm -hmm. what he said worked with what was going on in that scene, and it was one of the funniest scenes in the movie. Just from that little reaction right there, because everyone was supposed to fall in and just say, "Yeah, I do understand what you mean when they're da 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 da." And yeah. me, I'm just off with it, like out of the group, just kind of going, "No, I don't." <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yo, and so Brandon, so what do you think, man? As a, as a director, like, have you ever had to woosa, take a break, come back to revert from having to really lay somebody, you know, let them have it verbally, um, because they just not doing what they were supposed to do? Like, have you ever had to? Well, I I I try not to just go at somebody's head, especially on set, because that that's really risky and it could 
you know, be mistaken by somebody else. But as a a director, a photographer, then I got other people over me. And now when it gets into that realm, you know, they could, you know, it, it, get, it gets ugly. And they they, they snap out. Different. You ain't got to. They, they be snapping out right. for you. You know, and then at that point, it's just, you know, it can hit that point. I've hit that point sometime. Where it's like, okay, I got my, I got my money. So you see what I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, whatever you want to do, but a lot of that stuff, man, you gotta let it roll off your back if you're the person, you know, that is coming Amen. down on. But I try not to do it on set because it, it can be cancerous as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I see it a lot on other people's sets. And it's crazy, but um, if you are the director, you have to be cautious of your behavior too, because you can be overreacting, and that could also start some things as well on the set. You don't want that. Um, yeah. But yeah, you, it's the film environment is a, a, a big pot of gumbo that's just attitudes and dreams and you know false realities. It's a whole <laughs> lot of stuff that's in that realm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I try to I try to stay clear of that. But it, there are certain situations where you have to check somebody, and if yeah. that's the case, the professional thing to do is pull them aside and check them there. Get that over with right then. Right, and then Just we go back. You to do it in front of everybody. It's like yeah. Yeah. But some people yeah. want to make an example out of people. Like, look, yeah. I do this to all y'all. Right. Stop playing. You know what I'm saying? That's the wrong. That's the wrong. Yeah. Set. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many different personalities when it comes to that. You know what I mean? But you, right. um, at, for those of y'all watching as actors, be prepared for that because right. you know Brandon as a director is different. There's some other directors who you know they'll let you have it in front of everybody. Right. Like they not. You know what I'm saying? They don't have. You know. So it's just be prepared, y'all. So. Right. Before we go, because you know, I want to make sure that I don't keep y'all all night. You know what I'm saying? I know this conversation could go on, but I want to make sure that people, everybody knows that when it comes down to acting, is the main thing I want y'all to understand out of all that that it's a business. And all of these people that's up here on the panel tonight, they've let y'all know a lot of different things that I know a lot of people don't think about when it comes to this acting and how serious it is because you know. These things can change your life. You got one role that can make you a millionaire. Then you got one role that can make you famous. You know, you might be famous, but you might not be a millionaire. You know, there's a lot of people who, you know, played on Friday who turned out to be millionaires. But off of that movie, they was very famous. They just wasn't millionaires off that movie. Mm -hmm. So you got to understand, like, the grind continues. You're only as good as your last project when it comes to these people out here. So you got to make sure that you continuously work and stay professional at all times and don't allow yourself to get caught up like like everybody said tonight uh egos drama and negativity it's going to come to you and but you got to learn like joseph said how to channel that energy sometimes the universe will be sending you something for you you might not know it at the time might be sending you a little person to kind of uh give you that little nudge and fire you up and you don't know why where this person came from but if you channel it the right way like joseph Mm -hmm. said in a character then you'll understand it. Everything is spiritual. I know a lot of people don't look at it from that way, but everything is. It's just depending on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. It is. You get what I'm saying? So I want to thank each and every one of y'all for joining us tonight on Sparking Conversation. It was such an honor to have y'all on. All of y'all are busy. Y'all all got things going on. And y'all took the time out to come on and chop it up with me tonight. And I'm so thankful for that, man. Um, 
before we go, I want to make sure that everybody understand that there is another sponsor that I have to give a shout out to before we go. And that was based on Canva kits. Now, everybody um, out here now, they're doing their own graphic work. Why? Because they're finding ways to cut down on budget. I know throughout tonight, we were talking a lot about budgeting because budgeting is important when it comes to being a creative. Nowadays, you know, outsourcing people to do things that you could do yourself is just not, it's, it's not feasible for your business. If you're going to pay somebody something, paying for something that is something that you cannot do or something that you don't have time to do. But creating your own visuals, creating your own marketing campaigns for all your products and stuff is very important. And Canva is one of those platforms that I use uh, to actually market and promote a lot of the things that I'm doing. I mean, I can help. It helps with all of our branding. It helps with the clothing. It helps with the movies. It helps with music. It helps with products, everything. So they have this new thing called Canva Kits, which is Canva Kits is a different because these things that help you when it comes to a free, it's, it's like free paid trial versions and then their paid versions. The free versions, of course, they're limited. Paid versions has a lot. But with Canva Kits, Canva Kits give you 1,900 more, you know, templates and design templates than they have even on the paid version or the pro version of Canva. So now you can have all kind of stuff that you can use to market and promote. And not only that, these guys are giving away what they call a 200 plus premium video and graphic design bundle as well that goes with it. So now you can even edit your own music videos. You can edit your own television show. They have um, modules for cinematic movie style so you can create your own trailers. They have them for whether you want to do an explainer video, like when you're breaking down a product or some type of thing like that. They have promotional templates if you just want to promote. I mean, they have so many more. They have them just for Instagram. So any of you guys that are watching, remember in the description is a link to Canva Kits. Go out there, check them out, see the breakdown, see everything that they're offering. And if you're a creative like I am and you want to save money, but you want to be as professional as possible and as fly as possible, check out Canva Kits. All right. All right, yo. So what we're going to do before we go, I want everybody to kind of like, you know, let everybody know how they can find y'all and get in touch with y'all, follow y'all. And watch y'all work. So we'll start with Yesi, ladies first. Let everybody know where they can find you and get all your products and everything. All right. So again, everyone, I'm Yesi Rodriguez. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Yesi Rod One, a Facebook, Yesi Rodriguez, M P A M H A, um, or you can Google and just type in Yesi Rodriguez, and everything under my name will pop up, and it'll make your life easier. So hey, I think Google's the best bet. Go for it. <laughs> Dope, dope, dope. Brandon, let them know what's going on, bro. Well, you hit me up on Facebook or Instagram, Facebook. Everything is pretty much under my name, Brandon Bosch Productions. On uh, Instagram, it is bbpros underscore cinema. Then um, you can just hit me up there. Or if it's an email, and just that's only for professional stuff, <laughs> bbproductions at gmail. Uh, other than that, I would have my dot card and just put it up here for scanning, but I don't have my wallet around me, so it's all good. My bad. Hopefully they'll find you on um and on one of the platforms you said. If not, you know, anybody watching can reach out to me and then I can get y'all in contact with Brandon. So it's no problem. All right. So Joe, let them know what's going on, bro. I am DB. That's my only outlet right now. Um 
uh, under Joseph Curtis calendar, because there's other Joseph calendars in the world, to my surprise. Um, uh, if not that, just look me up on Facebook. Same way, Joseph Curtis calendar. Uh, on um, IG is Cowboy, Cowboy, C-A-L, Boy, um, 7. So you check that out. Um, all my product is actually on my stuff just for my friends and family right now. But I am going to be opening up next year to other um, avenues. So uh, just stay tuned. Dope, dope, dope. All right, John, what's going on, bro? I keep it simple. J-O-N-B-L-A-Q on Google. You'll find me on Facebook under that. And, you know, just keep it simple. You go on IG, just flip it around. It's Black John. B-L-A-Q-J-O-N. There it is. There it is. And like I said, man, I appreciate y'all for jumping on. I appreciate y'all for coming and sharing with the people a lot of y'all expertise. It's a few other things that we didn't really get into tonight, which is cool because we want to save room for more conversation down the road. You guys have way more projects going on. And I want to be a part of that, man. You know what I'm saying? Anytime y'all have something to market and promote, y'all want to come on and get it out to the people. Just let me know. And we'll do that. Y'all got a new project coming out. Let me know. And I'll let the people know. Because it's important that we help each other and we support each other, right? For you sure. know, I'm I'm working with comedians, artists, and now you guys as actors. You know, I'm using this 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 platform to kind of bridge the gap between everybody, along with investors. So real estate investors and everything else. So I have another show that I'm going to do, which I hope that you guys will check because. What I'm learning is that in the movie business, people are not using their own money to fund their films. They're doing the same thing that people are doing with real estate. They're going to places, they're borrowing the money, taking the money, filming the films and projects, putting them on the platforms that allow them to earn residuals or streaming or monetization from that, and then they're able to pay their loans off. It's mm -hmm. so crazy. Then they're able to do it in another way, too, where they sell it to distribution companies. They're able to pay their loans off, plus get a little bit of interest. And then at the same time, their movies go out there and they monetize. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't understand in this business, you think you need money. And we do need money. But is it do you need your money? That's the point that I want to make sure that everybody understands. It's a way to get to the bag, but you got to think outside the box. CEO is mental for a reason. People, you got to understand, a lot of these people that are in Hollywood, they're making these films, they're not using their own money. You right. understand what I'm saying? And it's the same way for the independence on the independent side. If you ever be on a set and somebody sign, make you sign for a check, that's because they got money from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Understand, it's the same concept for you. Don't be so scared to produce or do your own projects and be as professional as possible But because you, you got to understand the business. Learn that you can go out there and get the money that you need to get everything that you need and not shortcut people. Not have them on set and you ain't even got no food for them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Have them coming on set and ain't no water. Bad enough, they got to burn their guys, bring their clothes and everything else. So it's a lot of things that go on in this business that a lot of people don't know. So I have some investors that's going to come on and that, that finance films and finance people regardless. So that'll be a good look. So more actors and more creatives can get out here and we can really start putting out the quality of work that our people used to put out in the 70s. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I like to equate what we're doing now between the 70s and the 90s where the most pivotal times for us as black cinema makers because yep. you had the black exploitation era mm -hmm. and then in the 90s we had all the hip-hop based yes and era where everything kept us independent and it kept us having product out there that people became cult classics remember 
the Five Heartbeats is not a real group. It was about the what went on during the time of the seventies about a group. Right. So imagine that how classic this movie was, and then they go ahead and drop the Temptations right after that. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? These are these are period pieces that are being shot during times where black cinema in the independent lane is the hugest. Robert yeah. Townsend, if you kind of think about the Five Heartbeats, if anybody ever watched that movie, it's a hundred percent strictly independent film. Yeah. His first movie, Hollywood Shuffle, he financed that off his credit cards. You see what yeah, I'm saying? And, and and even the story of Dolomite, we know that Eddie Murphy played Dolomite recently, but he told the story of Dolomite how he was able to get a hotel under contract. And right. while he had it under contract, he turned the rooms into studios and filmed all his own films. Yeah. The funny, the funny thing is that you just referenced Robert Townsend. He actually got on with Dolomite first before he did Hollywood Shuffle. That saying? was his version of a film that Dolomite did. And Dolomite is one of the most inspirational people I have even thought of. Yeah. The dude the started movie. doing scenes right. of his comedy in his living room. Yeah. Right. Right. He He's the epitome of, you know, let's just do it. And, and my, what? Mario Van Peebles' dad? Mario Van Peebles. Right. Uh, the whole Van Peebles clan, they yes. they ran through, they, man, they are like, so that's what I'm trying to say. We've lost that in the 2000s. Right. Some type of way, we've lost that. And I think that it's time for us to, with all the control that we have over our content and being able to get it out now in ways that they couldn't get it out, it's time for us to really recreate, not recreate that will, but get back on the ball and start right. creating our own projects as well. In between doing other projects, but being, mm -hmm. you know, creative enough to say, hey, I got a project. How y'all feel? Let's come together and get the money and stop trying to be an island all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's enough money for everybody. But like I said, we're going to say that for another time. I appreciate y'all so much. Thank y'all for coming on, man. Um, Any last things that y'all want to say to the people before we go? I do. I, I just got to plug two things in. Check out Heartless, my most recent Brandon Bosch production. It is a, a masterpiece yeah. of art, and it's a very inspiring word in that that everybody needs outside of that i gotta give a shout out to evan gibson and tamika mm. allen for bloodline of the jew starring john black um, <laughs> <All right. laughs> evan gibson lindsey brown chanel young tamika allen directed as well uh their their premiere for that is on uh, thursday i actually shot that for now beautiful film i think it's going to do really really well got a few things coming up Big films coming up, Brandon Bosch yeah. Productions. Stay on the look. Uh, I'm gonna holler at everybody on the screen. <laughs> so, got some big things coming up, and uh, that's that's all I want to say. All right, all right. Anybody else? So, thank you, Rob, for having us on, having yes. me on, and, and allowing you, us man. to talk about the topic that we're so passionate about. Also, just shout out to sponsor Divine Eyes. So, for those who want to change up your look, you have an acting role, or just want to yeah, look cute and sexy. Check out Divine Eyes. Go to my website, yesyrodriguez.com forward slash shop. Different colors available for you. Also, shout out to Collective Wear, another brand um, that I am brand ambassador and I promote. So thank you all for your support. And thank you, Ra, again for having me on. All right. Joe, John, anything last for the people? Hey, uh, I'm also a firefighter. I'm a lieutenant firefighter in the Raleigh Fire Department. So if you need a fire inspection, hey, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, I gotta, do something. I gotta do something to support the career because, like you said, you know, we all ain't doing, you know, we're doing big things, but we're not, you know, you yeah, know, hey, like we said, success people view success based on money. That ain't what success is. You understand what I'm saying? So, the, the money coming, sorry, the money already there. That's we right. on our way to it because yes. every film, every project is a new step, is a step to that paper. Hey, John, anything else you want to tell the people, bro? First, thank you to you, you know what I'm saying, for providing the platform like this. You know what I'm saying? Yes, see, sis, for reaching out because this was fun getting a chance to, especially with Joe and you and Brandon, this is like a reunion for me. So I was like extra giddy, you know what I'm saying? So I just, it's a blessing, you know what I'm saying? That's all I got. I bet. And so listen, all of y'all that's watching, man, I just want y'all to know, man, for each and every person that's up here, they have a lot of work. Please go out, check them out, follow them, keep in contact with them. Um, it's different roles and different things that'll be coming up. If you guys are interested, I think each and every one of them do help. I mean, acting classes. I know Yessie does acting classes and coaching. I'm sure John and I'm sure Joe, they do it together too. I mean, they do it too. So any of you guys, I, it's important that like really take this important. Go get the extra little help you need. These guys get roles. They 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 pass auditions. They they do that. And then Brandon, he's produce. He has a lot of films coming up. He may you can use you in a but you know what he said tonight. You gotta be professional. You gotta be on point. You gotta know your lines, yo. So reach out to one of these three people on the screen. Get with them, y'all. Take these acting classes they offer. They offer all different styles. They do different styles. But hit them up. You know, make sure that y'all take this serious. You know what I'm saying? They'll look out for you on the end, but you know time is important. So make sure y'all reach out to them, man. And don't forget, like I always tell y'all, man, the only way that you're going to find your purpose is to purposely find it. So never forget that whatever you do out here is what put in the atmosphere is what's going to come back, y'all. So without further ado, i like to salute all my guests, man. Super shout out to all of y'all for coming on. Again, i like to say a super shout out to all of y'all watching that watched the live and the people that's going to play watch the playback. We were live tonight on Twitch TV as well as YouTube. So all of y'all that's going to watch the playback, remember in the description is a link to all, those, all the sponsors. We'll get the link to Divine Eyes in there as well. So all of y'all that's looking for the contacts, color contacts, you can get them looking for your look or if you need a new role or acting role. But again, thank y'all so much. This is your boy, Ra One. Again, y'all know how to get in contact with me. Just Google me, R-A-H and the number one. You see all the work is mad work. You'll be there for a while. But thank y'all so much for all the support that y'all give, man. Double salute for all the records that y'all push and play on. And again, this is your boy, Ra One, Sparkle Conversation, y'all. And we out. Be cool out here.